a little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. A little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.
you've ever wondered how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast, the answer is so, so simple. Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcast. You can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners. Downloads, everything. I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Welcome to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. And what you're about to hear today is going to be one of the most fantastic interviews Heels and Quads has ever done. With the one and only ECW legend, there's many ECW legends, but he is still the one and only Mikey Whipwreck. I'm Levi, at Levi D. Zindel on Twitter. And I concur with Levi's statement, and I'll add to it. I have never heard Levi pop so much on an episode <laughs> yeah. of our podcast as he did oh, tonight. I was just thinking about it. Holy crap, man. And, I mean, I was right there with him. Mikey was over the top. He was more than I expected, more than we deserve. But possibly, if not the greatest interview we've ever done, could also be one of the greatest podcast interviews ever done. I have not heard one that was as, uh, I don't, as over the top. I'll just use that term again. I was at a loss for words, but yeah. my God, man, he was great. And for those of you who are going to be listening with children around and you are sensitive to swear words, uh, this is my official parental advisory before this starts because there is some swearing that goes down. We actually let loose and we become a little extreme, for lack of a better word. And we apologize, obviously, to all of our sponsors. But And if they want their sponsor pulled from this episode, we will be more than happy to do that. But while we're at it. Uh, I wanted to drop just one small bit of information before Levi hits the plugs and then you'll hear the interview and then we'll come back and give you a little outro. But I just wanted to mention real quick, I resubscribed to Honor Club last night and it is one million times better than it was day of release. Oh, okay, cool. It's great. It's ready to go. I mean, I got the app for Roku. And I got the app for my phone, and it's flawless. Oh, they do have the iOS app, finally. Yes, and it's awesome. Okay, cool. Cool, I'm going to get on it. It's set up more like a WWE Network. Um, it's way better than it was before. And I knew that once the iOS app came out, it was going to be better. But I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go ahead and drop the 10 bucks a month. nine ninety nine, excuse me. But I'm going to go ahead and drop that and check it out. And I did last night. I watched uh, the rest of Honor United London. And then today I watched Honor United Doncaster. So not Doncaster, right. but Doncaster. Doncaster. All right. So first of all, you can go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash heels and quads. That's our official merch shop. There are five t-shirt designs. T-shirt designs available on ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads. You can get the Guns logo, you can get the Fist logo, you can get the Vintage logos, and you can get the Rest in Peace Dungeon T-shirt. All for only $20. 
That's ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads. And if you don't want to support the show via our own merch, you can do it many other ways. One of which being CollarNoboBrand.com. At CollarNoboBrand.com, you can use coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout to save 10% on your order. What is Collar and Elbow Brand, you ask? This is Al Snow's clothing company. And it has just tons of sweet merch. Uh, Luke Gallows has some stuff on there. It has the Ichiban shirt that Tommy has shown on social media multiple times, which was Hulk Hogan's little branding in Japan. Uh, so, yeah. And, of course, their 2017 and 2018 collections, the, uh, you know, the normal mirrored logo for Collar Elbow. But... Anyways, you better go to CollarNobobrand.com and use coupon code HEELS AND QUADS in all caps at checkout. And last but not least, Zubas. Yeah, that's right. All you old school wrestling fans remember that. Zubas is your one-stop shop for all your old school wrestling needs and new school wrestling needs and or your MLB and NFL needs. You can get your uh, fanny packs. You can get your zebra pants. You can get your road warrior masks. You can get your Philadelphia Eagles shirts, which is what I would get <laughs> because I am an Eagles fan. You can get your New York Yankees hats if you're Tommy. And at Zubas, load up that cart. Once again, use coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout and save at 15% on your order. You save a little more than Collar and Elbow, but it's not any worse or better. <laughs> so that's ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads is our site, collarandelbowbrand.com, and zubas.com. And you can use coupon code HEELS AND QUADS in all caps at both collarandelbowbrand.com and zubas.com. Collar and elbow, you save 10%. Zubas, you save 15%. Also, the main sponsor, the main event of the show, Heroes Hideout, is a true hideout for people looking for everything WWE. From retro collectible... Mattel action figures to the new elites. They have the hottest meet and greets of yesterday's legends to the newest rising stars of today. See the latest arrivals at heroeshideoutny.com for savings online. That's heroeshideoutny.com. Heroes Hideout is your new access to entertainment. And you want to talk about the highest savings online? Not only are their prices more reasonable than anywhere else online for WWE action figures or meet and greets, but if you use coupon code QUADS, one letter, or one letter, one word, QUADS, Q-U-A-D-S, you save 10% off your order. There you have it. So, everybody still listening? Enjoy the show. And we'll talk to you after. All right. It's Tommy. I'm at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. Levi here at Levi D. Zindel on Twitter. And we are here with the one and only ECW original, one of the legends from ECW, that's Eastern Championship Wrestling, Extreme Championship Wrestling, the Mikey Whipwreck. How are you doing the, today, sir? The Mikey Whipwreck. The, the real Mikey, Mikey Whipwreck. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately for me, I'm the real one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those imposters can't do it like you, man, if there is. It, it gets, it's like, who, who the fuck wants to be me? I don't even want to be me. Why the fuck? <laughs> it's beyond me. I love it. 
That's right great. off, right off the bat, man. Just open it right up. Why the fuck not? If you're gonna go, go big. That's right. So, uh, as you might have known by now, we are pulling back. We are letting go of the reins, rather, and we're just gonna say fuck it and no holds barred tonight. It's you know why? Because it's, I was about to say it's an extreme episode. So, who gives a fuck? We're talking to Mike Whipwreck, you know. So, let it roll. All right, Levi, fuck you the ratings. Go? Uh, well, yes. Yeah. It's good thing you fuck the ratings. If you want me on, that's a good thing you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Crash and burn. <laughs> Get a fucking tank. <laughs> here, here's, Love my, it. here's my goal for this episode of your podcast. I'm going to have my goal of having the most fucks said on your podcast and the lowest amount of, of uh, listeners. So... Hey, that so works. So far, so hey, but, hey, but you know what? As uh, old Eric Bischoff says, controversy creates cash. So you never know. Yes, like my good buddy Eric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that, actually. <laughs> uh, so anyways, man, I guess we'll just dive right into it. So uh, obviously, you know, the golden question is like how you got into wrestling and all that. But one I was more curious with starting out with is uh, – the the word on the street is that you worked for the ring crew in uh, ECW when it was Eastern Championship still, and uh, you you worked for free, but they let you guys kind of play around in the ring. Actually, I uh, used to be a rat, and uh... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Levi was trying to play it straight, and he uh. couldn't do it. Oh, you if you were to, you're, you got the wrong guy, if you want to play it straight. <laughs> not, All not, right, not, man. Not, not, not that I mean I'm not of that persuasion, mind you, but uh, I don't take things uh, I don't take many things too seriously. So, ah, that's cool, man. Yeah. No, I was, uh, yeah, a guy uh, named Sonny Blaze uh, owned a ring up here in New York, and ECW uh, would rent it from him, and then uh, you know I would go do the ring crew and things like that. And if there was done, you know, we. We just fuck around, just do spots, high spots, things like that. Uh, you know, just test the ropes, make sure there were no, uh, you know, no bad spots in the ring, things like that. And uh, did a. And you would find out if there was, huh? <laughs> yeah. I, oh, and I would find out too. I, I would, yeah. Even as my career went, I would seem to find them. If they were there, I'd find them. Usually, I'd, I'd step it in below, below up my knees or something like that. But uh, <laughs> I think I think I did a backdrop, uh, a backflip off the, off the top rope, landed on my feet. And uh, next thing I know, it's like, hey, do you want to wrestle? I'm like, uh, okay, sure. <laughs> and that was it. And it's kind of it from there. And, yeah. it, and it says on your Wikipedia, which you know if it's on Wikipedia, it's true. But it says that Joey <laughs> Styles is the one that saw you in the ring and mentioned it to Heyman. Is that true? Uh, could be. I don't uh, – Paul's the one that asked me. So I don't, I yeah. Don't, if Joey pointed me out, I don't – I've always heard that. I don't know if it's true or not, but that sounds like a good story, so we'll go with it. Right. Sounds kind of, on, kind of on that note, like with things being, you know, whether it be fabricated or misconstrued, uh, what was the ECW locker room like at the time? I mean, were the dr- drugs as rampant as, you know, other people say, or, you know, do people just kind of try to make themselves look better or more quote-unquote cool? Uh, how do I put this? 
I'll just put a fucking what loose. I mean, it was yeah. the '90s, so it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> the, see, for for me in the early in the early days, like '94, '95, I wasn't. I was really new in the business. So I like like literally brand spanking new, and I didn't get I didn't get really get involved in hanging out and things like that. I kind of catch myself in a, in, a, in a corner, very intimidated, and you know I'm normally very shy in social situations anyway, so I didn't say much to anybody. Kind of literally kept my nose clean, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> later on, as I got more comfortable and, and became one of the guys, one of the boys, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was like the wild, wild west. Either you had the, uh, you know, the 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 party clicks and you had all things like that. You had, you know, the, the straight laced guys like Taz and Dreamer, uh, you know, and them, that, that was like the, the straight click, which I kind of fell into by default, uh, to begin with. <laughs> that, that was my, my traveling crew. Uh, but later on, as they got more comfortable, um, let's just say this, the, the, the running gag was in, in ECW. Um, if you pass the drug test, you were fired. <laughs> so it was uh, it was a crazy time, man. Like I said, it was like the '90s. You know, I guess it was the equivalent of being uh, a hair band in the '80s in, in Los Angeles. Yeah, that's yeah. what that's what I've always like tried to compare it to the non wrestling fans that you know ask about you know what's this ECW um, like whether you're wearing an ECW T-shirt or whatever, just talking about it with somebody else who might be a wrestling fan. Um, you know, it's, I'm like, well, it was like all the debauchery of like Motley Crue and, you know, all the 80s hair bands where you, you know, always hear about them doing coke and, you know, everything else, all the girls. And that's, I mean, that's the best way to compare it. And, I mean, you said it, so. <laughs> yeah, see, I was, I was never the one with the girls. I was always, I was always considered the cute kid. <laughs> you know, I guess because I was, I was so young, you know, I was kind of the cute kid. But I was, you were, more, you got the, uh, you're so funny, you're like my brother kind of thing. Yeah. Like, it was it was weird, too. Like, I'd have girls come on to me, but I was, like, so, like, shy and intimidated that I just would be like, oh, hi. And I'd just, I'd play hard to get by default. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. You, you didn't you know, know how to play easy to get. I had I had no game at all. Like, I, like, none. <laughs> you know, like, if my wife, if my wife didn't make the moves on me first, I, I you know, I'd still be, still be beaten off. Well, you know, you do that anyway. You know, you marry yeah. someone. <laughs> hey, that's what I say. That's what's what I say, man. What's, yeah, what's old, what's old is new again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's there's those who uh, do it, and there's those who lie about doing it. So that's exactly. that's how that goes. <laughs> oh, hello, stranger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was I didn't have the uh, you know the Nikki Six Vince Neil, uh, you know, uh, outgoing nature. I was more the Ozzy Osbourne type. Crazy, <laughs> you know. Let's, let's just say I, I think that's why I, you stood out, man. I stood, yeah, well, I you know, I I got along great with like Marty Jannetty and guys like that. So, so that'll tell you the 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 type of guy. Speaking of which, you once won a battle royal last eliminating Marty Jannetty to get a number one title uh, TV title shot. It was great mark out moment for Mikey, right? Because it's Marty Jannetty. Huge fan of Jannetty. There were three guys, well, there was more than that, but the, the three guys who, as a kid, I'm like, oh, man, this is great. And you'll see one of these things does not belong, but wait, there's a couple. So the first one I got into that was my guy was Randy Savage. 
naturally. It, it was him from the beginning until, you know, the end. It was Randy Savage was uh, was my guy. He's still my guy, you know. And then uh, I had, like, Bret Hart. I had Kurt Henning, Marty Jannetty, Mick Foley, and the Ultimate Warrior. Wow. Hell of a list. Yeah. Guess who stands out? <laughs> I know you're saying Bret Hart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it was funny, too, because, like, all my friends were, like, Big Shaw Michaels guys. I'm like, no, right. this guy Jannetty. Like, no. I was a, I was a Marty guy. And, you know, we – Everybody in the wrestling community, you know, kind of picks on Marty, but, you know, we all have a soft spot, especially, like, because I grew up, you know, I first got into wrestling, I was four, and it was 1991, so I was young, but the Rockers stood out, you know, because they were different than everybody else in in New York, Um, but, I mean, I always always loved Marty, and, I mean, I actually, we just did a podcast episode on... Uh, we spotlighted Shawn Michaels, but we did our top ten favorite Shawn matches. And one of mine was the Raw match when uh, Marty beat him for the IC title. So you, mean, you, didn't, you didn't pick that Royal Rumble match they had? No, but, I, you know, I almost <laughs> did. But I was I was trying to be different. No, I remember I remember watching that match and being very disappointed. The, the Royal Rumble match? The one Marty's gear was absolutely awful. It had like the black outfit with like the white strings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, and, it, and the whole Sherry aspect of it was really odd. It, I mean, it was cool because I was always a fan of Sherry because she was a. Oh player. yeah, she's great. I mean, but talk yeah, about legends. She's great. great. Ah yeah. Jeez. <laughs> 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 but. Like, I don't know. I think it's because Marty was gone for a while, and he came back kind of like out of nowhere. And I don't think they really had like the, the build. They kind of cooled off a bit, and then Marty came back, and the match was kind of eh, kind of had like a weird finish. But yeah, that Raw match was ten times better. And Marty was actually just on a uh, Robbie E's podcast this morning, so okay. I listened to that today. It was really good. Ooh, where is that going on? Yeah, he goes into some details, so it was good. Okay. He asked me to be on, hey, you want to be on White End? Fuck you, you'd be on White and never fucking started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How am I going to get through this? We'll get through it. Don't worry. I'm a professional. We'll get you through the finish. Don't worry. Can you, can you carry <laughs> us? Yeah. Look, 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 we started off with a bang. I called myself a rat. The middle could be the shit. What they're going to remember is the finish. So <laughs> There we go. That's what there it's we go. As long as the end of the high note, we'll be all right. All right, splash so, under the ladder at the end. Gotcha. So, uh, the whippersnapper, where did it actually come from? There's everybody, the wrestling community as a whole, the internet wrestling community, you know, because on the internet, everything's true. So, did you invent it? Where did it come from? Did someone give you the move? Who gave you the idea? If so, the whippersnapper. Let me check my Wikipedia and see where it says, and I'll, I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. Uh, it's funny because I, I talked to Steve Austin about this, and I was telling him one time someone actually came up to me in the mall, recognized me, and wanted to kick my ass because I was a cunt 
for not <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> hey, I, I'm. Good. You said to go for it. I'm going for it. So he called me. I said he said I was a cunt because I wow. did not kick Steve Austin's ass for stealing my booze. Oh, wow, wow. The mall security came up. The guy in the little, you know, the little two-wheel like scooter thing. Oh, this dude was like, legit. He did. Yeah, it's like, oh, he was legit. It's he still real to him, damn it. Oh, it was yeah. I'm, I'm like, Jesus Christ, he even called in fucking Paul Blart. This is unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. So, so I told Steve, and his response was, God, people are fucked up. <laughs> but, but to get back to it, because I will, I will spin things around and go crazy about it. The, uh, I got the move from Jimmy Garf. Okay, and that's where I thought it came from. But yeah, well, I saw him, he wrestled him. He came back. He cut his hair. I just I don't remember the match at all, but I remember that some for some reason Michael Hayes is in a wheelchair for whatever reason. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And Jimmy Garvin came out with a shaved head, and he wrestled Johnny B. Bad, and then he just kind of did the move, and I go, wow, that was kind of cool, but. He didn't really put a lot of into it. You know what I mean? It's not like the yeah. movie was over. He kind of just did it. I thought, oh, that was cool. So that's kind of where I got it from. And then Steve actually got it from Michael Hayes, who gave it to right. him. I guess he saw Johnny Ace do it. So what's kind of funny is the, the, the Freebirds, indirectly, are responsible for the whippersnapper and the stunner. I got it from Jimmy, and Steve got it from Michael. Interesting. All right. So there you have it. That's where the move came from. So we now that, can yes. Now that was that. off the record. That was off the record. On the record, I'll say Steve stole it from me. <laughs> yeah, you heard it. You heard it, Steve. That was you, man. Dumb son of a bitch. That was that was Mikey. That, Stop that, damn, that. <laughs> Sip a beer so, for the working man. So so early on in your uh, how about some how about some royalties for the working man I'll take that yeah no yeah kidding. yeah exactly pay Mikey those, man. hashtag pay Mikey that's the hashtag yeah there we go going with this episode hashtag pay Mikey somebody's got to pay me <laughs> so we'll pay uh, you at Starcast buddy speaking of speaking of don't forget to I'll give you the address you can send the check for doing this interview yeah you got it bud yeah no ain't <laughs> no problem <laughs> problem no problem excellent. Um, so, anyways, early on in your, uh, ECW career, your early days, uh, you kind of got pushed fairly quick. Um, what, did they, did they see you as, like, a badass underdog talent type guy? Or, like, did they think they had the next big thing in Mikey Whipwreck, do you know? Uh, all I know is Paul Heyman told me I take a beating like nobody's ever seen and you do that. That you do, man. Your matches are very entertaining for that reason, and your moves, of course. All I have is three fucking moves. <laughs> yeah, those three. <laughs> the three moves of Doom. Fuck Kevin Nash. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. We love you, Nash. Yeah, but no, like it was one of those. Uh, I don't know. I just he just he just he liked the way I sell. But you know, I, I would sell things and take a beating. And he just figured he'd do like the loser thing, you know, and the, uh, you know, underdog type thing, just get beat up. And then he just deal with the TV belt as like a ha-ha, you know, and it kind of, it just kind of got over and he kind of kept going with it. Yeah, I mean, I remember, I remember watching matches 
when I was a kid, and I was like, wow, this dude's getting his ass kicked, and then he turns around and gets the pin. And I'm like, oh, that's that's cool, you know? Yeah, it was it was different. That, you know, it was just, I think it was like a takeoff on, you know, like wrestling, wrestling school dropout. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, man, big fan, though. I'm not, not I'm not criticizing at all. I just, I love it. You, you can sell oh, like no other, so. Criticize away. Dave Meltzer can do it. You can do it. Hey, Mikey, so real quick, I want to get this question out of the way. I was going to save it for the end, but I, I want to get <laughs> yeah, this question out of the way. About, no. <laughs> I love it. All right, sorry. Mark You're out. good. You're good. We're all marking out here. Yeah. <laughs> all right, except for Mikey. He's over his spot. Um, <laughs> I, I was over myself in 94. <laughs> okay, so I was, <laughs> I was going to save this for the end, but – um. We were talking about underdogs. So one of my current favorite performers is Zack Ryder. And obviously you had a hand in training, Zack. Do you, and I don't want, you know, I don't want any backlash from this or anything. So answer as you wish, but um, do you feel as if he's being underutilized in WWE? Oh, well, he's, I don't know if he's being underutilized now because he's been there like 10 years. Yeah. They've done, they've done nothing but fuck with him the whole time. So mm-hmm. kind of, yep. At this point, you know, he's still there, so it's, it's like it's like a win-win at this point. But they definitely dropped the ball at him because he, he they wouldn't give him a push. He was he was way way more over than he could have been with his push. And then, you know, then he went to that, that internet thing, got mm-hmm. himself over, and instead of utilizing it and capitalizing on it, capitalizing on it they, they fucking buried him. So, yeah, that's just it's just it's just typical the way they do things up there. It makes no rhyme or reason. Yeah, but I just I just wanted to thank you for training him because he's one of my favorites. So Tommy Tommy is a Zack Ryder like fanboy like big time. I mean, when, when we met and I was like, so who's you know who's kind of your favorite wrestler? Man, I love Zack Ryder, and I was like, what? <laughs> you know, it's just a <laughs> and Levi's like, I like Randy Orton. Yeah. A little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. (laughs) <laughs> it's not like it's not like I don't like Zack Ryder you know it's just it's you don't always usually somebody you're like hey who's your favorite wrestler oh Stone Cold oh Hulk Hogan you know something like that well, you, you didn't ask a, me who my favorite of all time was you asked me who my favorite current was well excuse the <laughs> fuck out of me <laughs> alright back to Mikey fuck yeah <laughs> yeah I don't I don't know they just kind of they fucked it up 
You know, yeah. and, then, and then when they did the, the thing at WrestleMania when they put the, uh, the IC belt on in the ladder. Oh, my God. And then he drops it the next night. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. But then, then I think to myself, yeah, but these are the same guys who have been shoving Roman Reigns off people's throats for fucking four years. Yeah. yeah exactly. But the funny thing about that ladder match was, is before they even started the pre-show, I went on Twitter and tweeted out, Zack Ryder wins the IC title tonight. Mark, mark my words. And you did. And you know what fucking pissed me off? Let me tell you what fucking pissed me off. I'm going to fucking expose this shit right fucking now. Do it. Here's a fucking scoop for you. I knew they were putting him in the match, right? A little birdie told me they're putting him in the match. Oh. And I must have asked the motherfucker, if you haven't finished yet, about 55 fucking times. Because on the Friday before, the odds of him winning that on the betting site was like like 35 to 1. And I said, I'm going to put $1,000 on this kid because he's going to fucking win the thing. And the motherfucker <laughs> wouldn't give me the finish. Damn it. And I wish I would have put money on it. Had I known the odds were that against him, I would have put money on it. Because I, oh, I had a gut fucking feeling. Well, I thought so, too. And I'm like, I'm thinking, because when they, when they first put him in the match, it was like, well, he's put him in because I think somebody got hurt. Yeah, Neville got hurt. Right. So I think they put him in the match right then. I go, well, they, oh, he's just a fill-in. So there, there are no plans to be in the match. So the odds of him winning are slim and none. I go. I should put a thousand dollars on this. Something tells me to fucking put some money on here. But he wouldn't Ooh. give me the finish, and I'll go. If I blow a thousand dollars on a bet on wrestling that's fake, and I lose, my wife will kill me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I love it. And that's exactly why I didn't put money on it. She, she would say to me, "She goes, you were the only idiot in the world that has been involved, involved, involved in the business for so long. Make bet on something that's predetermined and lose." <laughs> I, I, honey, I, I got to keep the gimmick strong. Love it. All right, go ahead, Levi. I know you got questions. Well, and kind of off the WWE thing, I don't want to talk too much WWE. No, but, I, know. I just had to get that out because you said underdog, and that triggered it. Well, and I, I just wanted to know if, uh, if if you were contacted or anything for the one-night stands or any sort of ECW involvement in WWE and why you weren't, like, featured on the cards in those. Did they not get a hold of you about that or anything? I was there. I was there for both of them. Oh, I, I, seen, I seen you on camera on one of them, but I just, you weren't in any matches, were you? I was with the, the first one. They did... I was in Kajiri's Corner with the Devil. I forget what. Oh, oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Right. Holy shit. Well, see, and that's just, that. you know, I feel like at an ECW show, you know, in the ballroom, Mike Wetrack should have been on the card, not in, you know, not in somebody's corner. I feel like you should have been in some kind of match. So that's why, that's kind of why I asked that. Like, but were they, did they approach you with that, that they wanted you in Tajiri's corner? Or did you recommend that somehow to them? I, I didn't say shit. They go, hey, you want to make some money? I go, sure, what do I have to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, like, I got my qualms. There's some things I'm not going to do, but, you know. But, uh, yeah, no, they, I think it was the payday was. It was pretty decent. Like, what do you want me to do? Oh, just be at the jury's corner. Maybe hit, like, a whippersnapper or something. Okay, I could do that. And then uh, the, the, the funny thing was, before the show, we did, like, an autograph session. And they paid us, like, a thousand bucks for this autograph session. I go, I go, Earl Hebner, I go, what is this? He goes, oh, it's your, it's your payday for the, for the autograph session. I go, huh, is there another one in your mission? I got a little taste. I wanted to get another one. Oh, it's like $1,000. Here's $1,000 cash. You go, do you want, do you want your, your, uh, 
you want your draw. I go, what do you mean? He goes, well, you get, you know, you can get 300 bucks, you know, just for, you know. I said, I'll take it. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the, the second one, I, I didn't do anything. I came out at the end with Van Damme after. Uh, to celebrate after he won? To celebrate. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like I paid like five grand to eat catering for the big show. I'm like, this is cool. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'll do this. Five grand, you got it, buddy. What What about your, your 2K16 appearance? Was that, I'm not trying to get into your paydays, but was that was that worth a shit or not? Oh, yeah. Because uh, they say that the 2K checks are some of the wrestlers' biggest checks of the year. Yeah, it was uh, it's definitely nice. I didn't have to do anything. They called me up. They go, hey, do you want to make some money? I go, what do I have to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who do I have to blow? <laughs> like I said before, I got my quamp. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not offended by cash. So yeah, but yeah, no. It's, 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 I said, "What do I got to do?" Like, Sign your name. I said, "Ooh, that's rough." Yeah. <laughs> let me let me give this a quick once over. Yeah. Well, they, they kind of told me it was coming because uh, the uh, Stone Cold mode thing. Well, I didn't know that, but they they said that uh, the uh, Trent Beretta and Mike Bondo they would they do the motion caps. Mm-hmm. The game and Mondo and Brent come to go. Yo, we had to do all your moves. I go. Well, that took about five minutes, <laughs> <laughs> including the entrance. Yeah, <laughs> they said they said no. They're gonna put you. Uh, they put you in this game. I said, oh really? I said, so they already had me playing a minute. Oh yeah, we did your moves and everything. They had like the whole storyline down. I go, that's great. They haven't asked me yet, so I can hold them up for money. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it was cool. It was uh, you know one of those cool things. I still haven't seen it. I've seen clips of it online, but I I I, I, I played it with my kids, dude. I loved it. Yeah, yeah man, that was the first one of the first. Uh, and I was pumped to get that unlocked in Stone Cold mode because I was like, oh yeah, dude, I gotta have Mikey in this. So that was pretty sweet. I was I was I was glad that they included it, you know, since it was part of his early days of career or whatever, but. I was like, wow, they threw Mikey Whipwreck in there. I'm glad. So, it, it was, just, it was, I was just curious about that. What was, what, what was funny was I uh, they uh, somebody sends me a message one time. Goes, hey, uh, you know, in case you don't have it, here's your official WWE ring music. And I go, what? So <laughs> I I listened to. It, I go, what the fuck is this? I go, this is this is your music in in, uh, in the game. I go, this is my fucking music. So. So I, I sent a message to Jim Johnson. I go, I go, what the fuck? I go, did I piss you off? But anyway, <laughs> what, did I, what did I do to hurt you and your family? <laughs> it was, dude. It was weird. Yeah, it was. It was terrible. And then, and then ironically, a, a few months later, he got fired. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. I think not. But I'm sure they just had like a shit ton of music. Just in, you know, ah, we'll just pick this one. Oh yeah, he has some, sure. something in the can, and just like, hey, we'll give this to Mikey for the game. Some super generic. Still better than my WCW ring music, which for the first three shows I went to didn't have any. Right. Speaking of WCW, and then and then they and then they gave me like a a an old pay per view song. Oh really. I go, what the fuck is this? Oh, go, what oh, show was that? They go, oh, it's from like Road Wild or some shit. I go, I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. First, they, they couldn't even give me a song from a good show. 
It's a fucking, they could even be like, Road Wild, yeah. It's, it's the Great American Bass song, or like, this is a Starkey, not this. Nope. Road Wild. Yeah. Oh my god, that's going to drive me crazy. I got to figure out what show that was. I don't know what it was, but I just remember going, yeah, this, this is about sums it up. All right, so, like, I'm skipping around in my questions because this is just way too fun. Um, and that I was a nice ask, WCW oh, segue. For you, yeah, I don't, I, I don't want to – yeah, sorry. What we suck. <laughs> we know. We know. <laughs> we're, we're not even, we're not even lower mid-card. We're, we're curtain jerkers for sure. I got, I got yelled at one time in my first match in WCW. I was uh, – this goes to the you suck thing. So – I'm on the floor with Kidman, and the guy goes, you suck. And I look, I go, I suck, but your mama taught me how. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> the, the referee, he looked like, who's the referee? He looked like Adam Sandler. What the oh, hell? Uh... Johnny Boone. Johnny Boone. He goes, yeah. Oh he goes, you can't say that. I go, say what? That somebody sucks? He goes, it's the context. It's the context. I said, okay. <laughs> I said well, that's bullshit. Goes, God, don't say that either. <laughs> did you say what can I say then? Am I allowed to speak? I said, oh, I did not. I think I said like three matches after that, so I think they shut me up by default. Yeah. So did that whole run just by default piss you off? Uh, at the time, yeah. Yeah. My paycheck was fucking fabulous. Yeah, right. But oh, so even so, even. Uh... So pretty much everybody was getting just killer paychecks. You pay, how, how long did that? How long did you run go for in WCW? Uh, fuck, it was like a little under a year, I think. Yeah, I was gonna oh, say okay. it was like eight, nine months, something like that. Yeah, I think it was longer than that. But, but they signed me in December of '98. I didn't start until March. Then I quit in August. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm um, reading the. I'm actually reading the Death of WCW right now, that book. So that's Eric Bischoff's favorite book. No, is it? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I could, I could uh, see sarcasm there. You know, he he will not sign. If you bring that book in, he will not sign it. He really sarcastic, I bet. He refuses to sign it. He will not sign that book. I'll make his fucking ass sign it. You hear that, Big Shock? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell him that. You tell him. <laughs> no, let us meet him first. <laughs> Anyways, sorry to interrupt. All right. No, you're good. Okay, so WCW, we'll just skim along. Um, so then you come back to ECW. What had changed between production, uh, Heyman's attitude or whatever, and then the locker room in general. What was the feeling like in ECW when you came back? Uh, kind of the same as when I left. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that when they made the move to TNN, do you think that helped or hurt the company? Uh, what helped, I think, because it kept them going longer than it probably would have if they didn't have it. But, right. That, and that's always been my thought of it, but in a way, it kind of took away from the just what it what it felt like to me as a fan. It, it felt like it was. I mean, I understand it now, but then you know, I was a teenager, and I was like, "What are they doing? Why are they on the Nashville network?" <laughs> yeah, that was pretty pretty shitty. 
Because when I grew up watching it, it was on, you know, I watched it on MSG or whatever, but. Right. Like 2 in the morning. Yeah. On yeah. Saturday <laughs> nights. It was great. Me and my yeah. me and my brother would stay up just to watch ECW. Dude, when I was when I went when I first found it on like a local access channel here in Arkansas, I was like, "Whoa, what is this?" I was like, "Oh my god, this is awesome!" And then it went to TNN, and then it was like shortly after, you know, the whole invasion angle thing happened. So, yeah, my, my uh, I asked my dad one time. I said, "Dad, you you just have, I'm, I'm it's like the first time we were on, you know." I don't know. I don't know. Were me? Was I on the debut episode on MSG? I want to say I was for whatever reason. I, th- I think you were. Yeah, I think you're right. But it was, it was kind of funny. I said, "I got you. You're gonna, you know, stay up watch, watch me on TV." He goes, "I go. I see you right in front of me. Why do I need to watch you on TV?" <laughs> what a proud father. <laughs> and I, I said, "Yep, this that's it." Yeah. <laughs> My, Not my, even my own dad. <laughs> yeah, my own dad doesn't give a shit. My my mom has yet to ever seen me in any matches. Would it be live? Really? Yep. Twenty. Well, I'm not wrestling anymore, but she has never, ever, ever, ever seen me wrestle. Not even on tape. Does she not want to? Is she just not into the wrestling, or is she not want to see you like be brutal or what? Yeah, she just she goes she goes. We say, you say, one day when you have children, you'll understand. And I go, no, I won't because I've been in there and done it, so I really don't. Like, if my son goes, I want to do it, right? Would I would I want that for him? No. But it's not like I wouldn't be able to watch him do it. Right, right. And how old is your son? Well, my one son is 10, and my – well, I got three sons. My, the one is 10. My one guy, my middle guy is six, and then my the, the little one he'll be two in August. So. Okay, because I'm the I'm the same. I have three boys. It's eleven, ten, and five. Right. So, and they're all love wrestling, and they like I said they you know played you in the game. So when I told you you were coming on the podcast, they were like, "Are you kidding me? You should in the video game." I was like, "Yeah," and he also beat Stone Cold Steve Austin, and they called me a liar. Well, they're excited because I'm on it because I'm in a video game. You must have had some really distinguished guests in the past. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know kids, man. It's all video Oh, games. I know. I get it. But it's funny. Like, I told my mom, I said, Mom, you watched my brother Danny play football when, you know, there he was he was carted off the field. I can't say how many times. So, you know, I said, Mom, at least in wrestling, I said, I usually know what's coming when. Like, you know, I said, you know, Danny's playing football. He's getting hit from all, all sides. You know, blindsided and shit like that. It's a lot more dangerous doing football than wrestling. Oh hell yeah! And I mean, yeah, you got a you got a heads up in football. You, you, I mean, you can't even you don't even have your full peripheral. There. Yeah, she, she just didn't. She doesn't get it. But, yeah, that's yeah. mom. So man, exactly. Exactly. My mom still doesn't understand why I talk about wrestling on a podcast. Like she's still trying to figure that out. Yeah, like, I think everybody's still trying to figure that out. <laughs> why I am or why we are? Why we we? I got you know I got okay. people at my at my job were like, you're still into wrestling? You mean like you mean like like Hulk Hogan type wrestling? I was like, yeah, like Hulk Hogan type wrestling, like three moves. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I I got the market on three moves, pal. Oh, five moves. Sorry, sorry, five moves. That's Kevin Nash. 
Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, Hogan, we'll meet Hogan no, Hogan's two, man. It's just big boot leg drop. Yeah. Ah, but then you got, you got the Hulk up. You got the pose, the rip the shirt. I mean, you know. But, you know, I, I, I always have to explain it to people. You know, like, dude, just leave me alone. I never fucking grew up, and I'm not going to grow up. Yeah. It's entertainment. It's wrestling. They beat the shit out of each other. And then they're like, whoa, it's fake. I'm like, yeah, it's cool and everything, but you're on the road nonstop. You know, you're not. You're away from your family. You're getting your ass kicked. You do take bumps. You know, it's just a constant defense. I got my I got my guard up all the time. So, well, <laughs> as a wrestling fan, that, see, like my dad would say, "Why are people talking to you about wrestling on a podcast?" That's what my That's what my dad would say. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Pa. He was uh, all right. He he came to watch me once, and uh. And I was on the ground, and I think my dad was yelling, Roadkill, get out of the ring, you bum! <laughs> <laughs> he was that classic guy in the front row. And he was a heck of a guy. I think yeah. he's part of the show. Thanks, you know, I'm, a, I'm a good guy. He have a guy. cigar and glasses and a bag of popcorn. He's ashing in the popcorn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the guy in the front row, I know we know we all know Straw Hat guy and all that. Did Did you develop relationships or kind of get to know anybody, the audience, since a lot of them were like, you know, uh, regulars at that arena? Yeah, you kind of, I, I didn't really get too friendly with them. Really, I kind of, you know, I would never be rude to anybody. Yeah. Hot people like that. There was the one hey, yeah, you were cool enough to come talk to us, so. Yeah. They, <laughs> the, uh, you know the original sign guy? The guy with the fucking sign? Yeah. Yeah. He was to the left of hat guy. Yeah. Right. Well, this fucking, this fucking jack off. He, <laughs> like, I would be talking to people, right, after the show. And I would talk, I go like say hi to him after the show. He wouldn't talk to me. I go, <laughs> what? what the fuck? He goes, oh, I, I, I can't be seen talking to you. I go, I go, I'm getting fucking the business from a fucking fan. I go, this guy. Yeah. This is gimmick was he hated me. Like that was that was a gimmick. He may, he, and he may have legitimately hated me, but he would not. For somebody who who prides himself on being smart to the business, a smart mark, but the guy would not talk to me because his gimmick was to not like me. So he would not talk to me. Oh, he was keeping that K-Pape alive. I'm going, this fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see your paycheck, buddy. I go, I go, Are you I'm making more than me? I go, I, I remember telling Taz one time, I go, Taz, I'm getting worked by a fan. He goes, watch this, brother. And he went to the guy and uh, Taz goes, I want to fucking sign. I want to sign the night. Because you know he would never have a Taz sign. Yeah. Well, that night though, he had a sign for Taz. Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah it's, it's pretty funny. All right, man. Well, we'll, we'll Tommy, you got any more questions? Yeah, we're just gonna get to Mikey quick, a little bit. A quick rundown, um, and then let him go because I know it's getting late. So. Um, Mike Whipwreck's a busy man for all the yeah. people out there. Oh yeah, M- married with, with the kids, yeah. I know, dude. <laughs> Trust me, when I when I told my wife, she was like, "If it wasn't Mikey Webrack, you'd be fucked, buddy." Because <laughs> she knows I'm a fan of yours. So. Right. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a Mikey Webrack mark. Um, I, I told so, mine. Oh, no, go ahead, no, no, never mind. No, I cut mine, you off. No, Fuck mine's it. not appropriate. Oh, I feel like I feel now. Never told you about like my thing. I was like Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, I feel like now. So I feel like we're going off the rails here. Yeah, <laughs> crazy, crazy. All right, let's finish strong. 
All right, so the remember, the, guys, the, all the, the stupid, stupid questions, in my opinion. The open and the finish, all the counts. Yeah, the stupid yeah. questions, in my opinion, but I know that's what everybody wants to hear. Go for all it. right, what's your favorite match of all time, whether it's a match you've been in or a match as a wrestling fan? Favorite match of all time. Steve Austin for Hart. Okay. Now, favorite match you were in? Uh, well, I would say the Steve Austin one, just for the longevity of it. Kept me relevant for fucking 20 years. Got you in a video game. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, probably against the FBI the night after that uh, tag tournament we did. We yeah. Ah, yeah. okay. I like that, too. Hell yeah. Um, favorite opponent of all time? Uh, well, I don't know if I have a favorite favorite, but, uh, it either be just incredible, Jerry Lynn, or a little Guido. All right. Love it. Favorite moment you were a part of? Favorite moment? That's a good fucking question. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, probably would be the that second one night stand show when when okay. Van Dam beat Cena for the belt. Yeah, that was a yeah. big one. That place was nuts. It was, it was they were pretty rabid. All right. So before I get to my final two questions, is Mick Foley as cheap as everyone says he is? No, it's worse. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, let's hear it. No, he's right. uh, he's frugal. He's frugal. Not yeah. No, and, yeah. I mean he's smart. Hey, we all he's got smart with your money. You know. No, he's he's very smart. They always said it's not what you make, it's what you earn. Oh wait a minute, that's smart. It's not what you make. <laughs> it is what you earn, but no, it's not what you make, it's what you save. You know, and you have a guy right. like like Cactus who spends no money at all, and he is set for life, and he can do what he wants, what he wants, if he wants. And then you have guys, unfortunately, like Ric Flair. Who, who still? My wife looks at me and goes, "You mean like you?" <laughs> I, I, nice. yeah, if you have guys that like, you know, like Ric Flair, who unfortunately still need to work because he lived the gimmick and he spent everything he made. So yeah, somewhere in there, I like to think there's a happy medium. That's the Mikey Whitbrack. My wife says no. <laughs> <laughs> Is she listening right now? She's listening. She's blowing my spot here. Actually, she's Hello, Mrs. Here. Woodbreck. How are you? Actually, she's getting hungry. <laughs> I got to go. All right. Two more questions real quick. Yeah. And then we'll let you go. All right. So, would you change anything? Would I change anything? As far as your career? I would change my shitty WCW ring music. Okay. I would change my shitty WWF music. <laughs> <laughs> so shitty theme is the theme here. <laughs> I, I would change that shitty bomb track I had to use that one time when I came back to each of you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what would I change? What I would change was I would, when I would get hurt, I would actually take the time to heal up instead of just rushing back, just to get back out there and have that, you know, that the show must go on. You got to go out there. You got to work. Type thing. Which at least is now one thing in the business that's changed a bit. These guys get hurt. They can take the time off they need to get better. You know, but back in the day, you know, that was the old, the old attitude, you know. I'm hardcore. 
I can do it. And that's a great answer, man. All right, final question. If you could go back for one last match, which I'm sure you could if you really wanted to, who would you choose as your opponent, dead or alive? My wife's looking at me like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Let him come back one more match. <laughs> I'll do one more match, but it's going to be a hell of a fucking payday because I'm going to take my wife on a really, really nice vacation. That's the correct answer right there. There you go. <laughs> He's uh, putting you over. Look, I'm married this long. I'll put her over all the time. Uh, happy you. wife, ha- happy, happy wife, happy life. That's right. That's gotta what keep, they say. Got to keep the boss happy. That's right. Uh, I'm the devil worshiping pyromaniac, Mike. Like, I'm not scared of anything. But my wife. But your wife. That's right. I'm trying to think what. Uh, honestly, I, I probably it would probably be me at the jury against the FBI. One more time. Okay. See, I was I was thinking you were going to go with Savage there. Yeah, but that's that was that's too easy. Uh, yeah, I, I like your answer better. So it's a passionate answer, you know. You really feel it. So all right, so Mikey Weprak, thank you so much. We will see you at Starcast in Chicago. Looking yeah, forward to that. That's gonna be interesting. You'll have to come by and see us, or we'll come by and see you, and whatever. Get to meet in person. I'll get. We'll get you a free T-shirt. Oh, now I'm sold. Free T-shirt. Yeah, it's, it's not it, it's not tie dye, but we can make it tie dye. I didn't really, uh, I, yeah. I didn't really wear tie dye. I wear tie dye. I was like floral barbed wire type. Fuck yeah, you. yeah. Floral barbed wire. What the fuck? <laughs> He's drunk. He's gimmick. He doesn't know. I hope so. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm sorry. All right, man. <laughs> it's all good. Thanks, Mikey. We really appreciate you doing this. Yeah, man. It's, it's been an honor. It's been, to talk it's to been you a guys. fucking blast, dude. Yeah. Hey, guys, I haven't popped so many my, times in a single episode like that. Yeah. My uh, my pleasure. You know, I like you know try to keep someone entertaining. You don't take things too fucking seriously. That's right. There's some, there's some guys who do when they're fucking miserable. It's like, come on now. Yeah. All right, man. Well, we'll see you at Starcast. Hey, I'll be there. God willing. All right. Take care. We'll see you there. See ya. Hi. <laughs> well, there you have it. One of the most fantastic interviews, probably the most fantastic interview ever conducted by Heels and Quads, and so far my favorite guest. With no, uh, no discourage to our other guests, but it's Mikey Whipwreck. That was great. And, I mean, come on. Did you expect it to be that? (laughs) Him to be just that personable. He was honest, brutally honest at certain points. Yeah, Uh, yeah. And, I mean, it was was great. I can't wait to see him at StarCast. I can't wait to meet him. Especially now that we've we've spoke to him. We've had him on our show. We, We put him over even though he didn't want to put himself over. Um, which I just feel like he's a really humble guy. Oh yeah, I mean he he like he, he jokes about it the whole time. He jokes about it, but like he he just doesn't take himself seriously, and I love that because we don't take ourselves seriously. Like we don't get because no, you can't. Why be like that? You know? We don't get butthurt. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, I mean, 
great guest. I'd love to talk to him again because none of my questions that I had actually got answered because we just started just talking. Just got into and another story, yeah. It, it, was like, it was like if us three were sitting at the bar together. You know what I mean? That's what it yeah. reminded me of. We were just yeah, shooting the good. shit. And, you know, I, I hated to, like, kill the interview when I did, but I could tell that, you know, it was time to, you know, to go home. So, um, but I'm sure, you know, we could probably work something out with him, maybe at StarCast for afterwards or even there. Maybe we could sit down with him for a couple of minutes with the guy. Oh my God. You know, and that's one thing too. I can can listen to a long, somebody with that Long Island accent and just, I could listen to him say all the cuss words and it makes me laugh alone. Well, I don't don't know if it came off in the recording because I'm going to have to edit all this stuff and I don't know how well it's going to turn out. I hope it turns out great, but this is the first time we've recorded an interview this way. But if you don't hear it, I feel like my accent came out more the more I talked to him. Oh yeah, definitely. I could, I could hear it. Yeah. Because you are talking to a native person. Yeah. And when you're not around it, like I am. Like, I actually try to not have an accent for a reason, because if I'm here, it's weird, and if I'm there, it's even more weird. So, when it comes yeah. together, and you're, like, you're talking, like, if I'm talking to somebody from Arkansas, I sound like I'm from Arkansas. If I'm talking to somebody from New Jersey, so it sounds like, you know, New Jersey accent. So, it's just funny, and it's a little thing you probably picked up, but hopefully you- A little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash auto refi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving we're able to pick it up if I can get through all the buzzing and everything, but we'll figure it out eventually. It was a, it was a good interview and I recommend it to everybody. Mikey, man. Yeah. Yeah, Everybody needs to listen to it. He was so cool. And I mean, if you're hearing this, obviously you listen to it, but you know, tell your friends about it, man. And if they don't, if they don't want to listen to it, tell your enemies, tell your grandma, you know, your grandma might get a kick out of it. If she doesn't mind the word, F or C even, which kind of threw me off. But Yeah, I love uh, it though. Oh no, I did too. That's one of my favorite words, but you know. Um so anyways, we'll hit the plugs one more time. Don't forget next Tuesday, Mrs. Matt, Dana Massey will be on the show. And that response so far has been insane. You guys are blowing us up on Twitter with the questions. You're blowing us up with follows retweets likes comments dms everything you guys are freaking awesome i hope everybody that followed us just because she retweeted it (laughs) i hope you go back and listen to all of our old episodes see how much we've grown over the almost not even almost a year we still got months yeah 
We got six more. We're at a half a year, right? Yeah, now, we're, ha- so. we're 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 halfway there. Take my hand. We'll make it. I swear. Whoa, no. whoa, living on a prayer. Anyways, so anyways, we'll talk to the you plugs. then. But uh, you can go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash shows and quads. And if you're listening now, then I explained to you earlier how many shirts we have. We have five shirts. And if you started in the middle of the episode, then rewind to the start because I'm not saying it again. You just need to go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash shields and quads and pick up all five of our shirt designs. All five. Help support the show. Long sleeve. And if you don't like ours. Youth sizes. That's right. All of them. Long sleeve if it's still cold during summer for some reason. Yeah. So if you don't like our merch for some god awful reason, just go to collarnoblebrand.com. And at collarnoblebrand.com, load up your cart. And use coupon code HEELS and QUADS in all caps at checkout and save 10% on your order. But that's not all. You can go to Zubas.com as well. Yeah, that's right. The old school Zubas. And at Zubas, load up your cart once again and use coupon code HEELS and QUADS in all caps at checkout and save 15% on your order. So you got three options. Well, actually, you got four, and Tommy's going to get to that. But that's ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash HEELS and QUADS, our official merch site, CollarNobobrand.com, and Zubas.com. With coupon code HEELS and QUADS in all caps at checkout. 10% at Colorado and 15% at Zubas. And for the main event, the real sponsor of the show, the real backbone, old Steve Duckett at Heroes Hideout wants you to go to his website. The store website is HeroesHideoutNY.com. Heroes we Hideout. We want you to go to his website. We want you to go. Go, go, go. Heroes Hideout is a true hideout for people looking for everything WWE, from retro collectible Mattel action figures to the new elites. They have the hottest meet and greets of yesterday's legends to the newest rising stars of today. See the latest arrivals at HeroesHideoutNY.com for the highest savings online. That's HeroesHideoutNY.com. Heroes Hideout is your new access to entertainment. And if you go... Now, to HeroesHideoutNY.com, use coupon code QUADS, one word, QUADS, not heels and quads in all caps. It's just quads this time. It's a little easier. Just one word, not quads. Yeah, it's a little easier. I was enunciating. Quads. <laughs> use, Quaid. Use coupon code QUADS at checkout. Save 10%. So not only are you getting reasonably priced action figures... Or meet and greets or whatever. But if you use code QUADS, you save 10% off your order. There you have it. So, everybody, thanks for listening. We will talk to you Tuesday with Mrs. Matt Dana Massey. And Wednesday, uh, yet to be decided, right? King of the Ring. Oh, that's right. That's a King of the Ring. posted in about five minutes from now, which it's 9.22 Arkansas time. You won't hear this till later, so the poll will already be up. But if you haven't voted already, go to our Twitter page, at Heels and Quads. Vote on the poll. See which King of the Ring episode will be aired next Wednesday, but Tuesday. Mrs. Matt, I'm so pumped for this. You have no idea. To talk the business, behind the business, from the woman that's in front of the man, in my opinion... Just killing it, killing it. He's uh, he's so excited he's getting stumbled up. So make sure you listen. I, I don't even Tuesday. know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't even know. Who make sure I am you listen anymore. Tuesday. Woo! Make sure you listen Wednesday. I'm blading, make baby. Sure, make sure you listen on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Sundays and Wednesdays from now on. 
Make sure you make Heels and Quads your favorite wrestling podcast that you never heard of. Yes, because now you've heard of it, and you need to tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Goodbye. Bye. expenses to occasional splurges there's a lot to buy why not get cash back every time you spend 
With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. 